Good morning. We are live. We're live. We're live. A little bit, please. Thank you. Uh, thank you. All right. How are you folks doing? This is Wednesday. Happy mm-hmm. Wednesday to you. That is Lisa Santiago McNeil. And he is Brian K. McNeil. Thank you for joining us on the Empowerment Duo show called Let's Talk About It. Let's talk about it with the Empowerment Duo. We are live right here and we are also on YouTube, ESPTV7. We are on Facebook on the Empowerment Center page as well as right here on LinkedIn on Lisa Santiago McNeil's page and Brian's Facebook page. The Empowerment Center is another good place to catch it, as well as Lisa <coughs> McNeil's page. But we do have a topic today. What's our topic, baby? Our topic is keep going. Keep going. You know, keep going. There's a lot of things. What's up, Shaki? How you doing, my sister? Great morning. Love all the color this morning. Yes. <laughs> this is called... Oh my gosh, the show's about to start. What am I going to wear? <laughs> <laughs> Let me peek over my shoulder what color is Lisa wearing so I don't clash too much. And then I say, hey, I haven't worn this in a long time. This is such a light piece of clothing, too. Why not? Good morning, Miss Phyllis. We've missed you. I'm saying, Miss Phyllis, where you been? Well, put, where have we been? Let me put it right. Where you been at? <laughs> <laughs> where you been at? The topic today for Wisdom Wednesday. Let's keep going. Yeah. This morning, I decided to keep going. Good morning, Dr. Deborah. First of all, it actually happened in spurts and starts. So when I got up this morning, I didn't know what the heck time it was, where I was, nothing. I couldn't see. I couldn't think. Nothing. And I shot up out of... No, actually, before that, I fell out of bed. I almost fell out of bed. You did, but I wasn't going to say nothing about it. I almost fell out of bed. I don't know. I was disoriented. Good morning, Dr. Deborah. Thank you for joining us this morning. And I managed to to catch myself and get back to sleep. But then I woke up later and I didn't know what the heck it was, what time it was, nothing, nothing. Everything was a little bit disoriented. And I was frustrated, found out what time it was, got right up. Unfortunately, the bathroom was occupied occupied already, so I went to the other bathroom, and then I realized that my workout clothes were in the bathroom that was occupied, and you know what? I said, if I lay back down, it's going to be over. Okay. It's going to be over. So I grabbed the first thing that I could put my hands on, which was <clears throat> little or nothing. It was almost like a sheet dress. I threw it on and I went downstairs. Good morning, Kenneth. Thank you for joining us this morning. And I went ahead and got on the treadmill. That's Cousin Kenny Covington right there. What's up, Cuz? How you doing? Hey, Cuz. When I got on the treadmill, I realized that I left my phone upstairs. Why is that important? Well, I have a, a exercise buddy. Thank God for Sincere Newman. She keeps me encouraged. And it's good to exercise together. I think we actually encourage one another. Um, in the midst of all of this, baby, I uh, you walking on the train, Miss Phyllis? Okay, way to do double duty. Go ahead. Walk so to the train. Yeah. Oh, to the train. Okay, walk to the train. Walk it out. Walk it out. So yesterday I had a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. The doctor's appointment kind of upset me because. I felt like I was making such good progress. I'm working out three times a week. I'm eating right and all of these different things. And um, it seemed to me that the doctor was like, great. So just eat less than the nothing that you're already eating and work out more than you're already struggling to do. And I wanted to kill him, but I didn't. It actually got me very discouraged. Now you're telling me yesterday, because I know what you've been doing. Those the doctor was basing his prognosis on re- test results you took before, mm-hmm. like how long ago? Um, about a month ago. So that was he was basing his suggestions to you based upon what you were doing a month ago. I guess he don't know what your progress is based upon what you've been doing since that time because he didn't take any new fluid, new blood, no, no. nothing. So he was basing it upon the old. But I suspect with your new blood because you have been working out diligently, you have been eating right. 
Yeah. I bet you see some improvement, but I want you to keep going and not be discouraged by that prognosis. Well, exactly. Keep going. So, um, so this morning when I got up and I went downstairs, I normally do a, um, a comfortable mile, just barely working up the sweat um, towards the end, not as brisk as I could stand it, if you will. And I realized, kind of felt like I was walking slowly. So I amped it up a little bit and I was still able to keep up. I was by myself. I didn't have my walking buddy and I was on the treadmill and I was able to amp up the speed quite a bit. So much so that I had actually made my goal, which is just a one mile in the morning. Uh, I had made my goal nine minutes early. Good morning, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. Um, feeling a little better, still too weak to hang out. Sunrider arriving tonight and doctor's appointment next week. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for dropping in. We're sending you love and light. And um, she said her sunrider, that's her vitamins or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, thank you so much for dropping in. And we're praying your strength right now that you continue to keep going, keep going. So all of that to say, I made my goal a little bit earlier than normal, mm -hmm. almost 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But my goal was one mile. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter how long it took me, it was one mile. Right. At the end of that one mile, I still had almost 10 minutes to go left in the more normal time that I set aside for that. And I decided to keep going. When I kept going, I ended up with a third of a mile in those nine minutes. Mm -hmm. 1.3 miles. She walked this morning. Mm -hmm. Sent me the picture to prove it. Yeah. So not a major undertaking, but or a major accomplishment, but it was more than it could have been if I had not kept going. Today's topic, keep going, means how much more can you get done when you just go beyond what you started out doing? That um, second mile, um, there's an adage that goes, there's, there's no traffic jams on the second mile. And what that basically means, is it's not crowded on the second mile. The second mile is anything that you're doing over and above, either what you set out to do or what the target was. Anything you do extra over and above, those things pay a lot better. They yield a lot better results than what you stand to do. Just adding a little bit more. Just on your customer service, on your mm -hmm. uh, deliverables to your clients. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that have gone above and beyond, they didn't take a lot. They didn't cost a lot, but they were appreciated so much more because they just went a little bit further. Like Lisa's walk this morning. She had nine more minutes clear. So she used those nine minutes just to do a little bit more, to keep going just a little bit more. And I did something else after that. Now, there's a concept, you know, um, it kills me. Some folks don't understand jargon in a way. But um, one of these authors who wrote a book, a concept that he heard about when he was down in New Orleans, and he called it line yap. Line yap. Okay. And he even wrote it out L A I G H N U P. Okay. Line yap is what he called it. He thought they were saying line yap. Okay. Like when, when they gave you a little bit of extra drink or a little bit of extra anything. That ought to line you up. That line you up right there. And he thought it was a new word, line you up. And it was actually abbreviation for line you up. Okay, hooking you up. That's what that means. <laughs> it wasn't an abbreviation. It was in the Southern vernacular. Right. But he thought it was a whole new word. He even wrote it in a book, this concept line you up. It comes from, like, um, when we used to have uh, mercantile stores, like Little House on the Prairie type of stores. You know, you go to the store, and if you wanted to buy coffee or sugar, you buy it by the pound. Okay, and what they would do is... They would take up a, a one pound weight and put it on one side of a scale and have a bowl there and then put a pound of coffee in the scale. And when the scale balanced out, that's your pound of coffee. And you paid them that dollar for that pound of coffee. And what a lot of smart mercantiles used to do was once they saw that it was exactly what you was going to pay for and the customer saw it, too, they would get another scoop of coffee and put it on top of that. So you're getting extra for the same dollar. That line you up. Line you up, hook you up right there with a little bit extra, a little bit more than what you're paying for. 
a little bit more. And I decided to even go outside and do a little bit more. Um, after I got off the treadmill and had done my extra third of a mile, I decided to walk around in the backyard and to do the medicine ball. Well, before I walked around outside, I did the medicine ball on the balance uh, board. Board. There's a board that we have that you balance on. It's kind of round on the bottom. And it's, you're not going to tip over very much anyway. But you use it to work on your core strength. So you get on that thing and you can either do squats on it, you can do push-ups on it, you can just balance around on it, you know? Well, I just balanced around on it with the eight-pound medicine ball in my arms and over my head, just up and down and out and down and up and down. And then I went outside and uh, walked around in the, in the grass and I enjoyed it. George is great. I'm working out now as it listens to your testimony. By the way, you look healthy, wealthy, and downright good. Well, thank That's you. That's right. Uh, I know you worked out with your medicine ball outside today, baby, because when I went downstairs, the medicine ball is still outside. Mm -hmm. You didn't put your toys away. No, I left it out there because I want to go back out. <laughs> Brother Mark, good morning. Good. Keep going. Keep going. What happens when you keep going? You discover things. Um, you get a little bit more. Oh my gosh! Keep going. We're conflating the concept of keep going with doing a little bit more. Yes, and it's an easy conflation too. It is, mm -hmm. but it's also a matter of keep going. Is also one of those things that persevering through the moment that you're dealt, the moment that you are dealing with right now that may be overwhelming. But if you keep going, you'll get to a new moment. You'll get to a new moment that may actually look different than the moment that you're in. Um, dealing with a moment and being consumed by that moment can sometimes cause anxiety. It can sometimes make you feel overwhelmed. Sometimes being in a particular moment, there's so much going on that you get stuck. Is that Sonya D popping through? Good morning, Miss Sonya D. How you doing? Sonya Dalton McRoberts. Good morning, Good morning Dr. Deborah Dunstan. She says, I am sleeping on an air mattress, and I was determined <laughs> to do the deep knee bend necessary to get up from it. It took a few creative ways to get up the first couple of times, but this morning, it was deep knee bends all the way. When you reach a certain age, like mine, air mattresses don't work as well as they did 20 years ago. Okay. Um, that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she sleeping on an air mattress? Because she about to bounce up out of here. She's going to keep going. She had her furniture moved, I believe. And um, she's about to keep going to the next phase of her life. Next phase and stage of her life, just like our friends William and Delia Brown has done. Delila. Delila Brown has done. Absolutely. Keep going. Keep going. It reminds me of the um my one of my favorite um animated movies, um, Finding Nemo. Yes, just keep just keep swimming. swimming. Just keep swimming. When you're in doubt, when you're in a place where it may be uncomfortable, when you're in a situation that may not be what you want it to be, nor in is it what you expected it to be? If you keep swimming, if you keep going, the situation will change. Exactly right. That's a great analogy. Uh, finding Nemo, just keep swimming. We don't know where we're going. We're getting chased. This is dangerous. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. In the docuseries Winning Time, things are messing up all around them. What do we do, Grandma? We keep going. That's what we do. Yes. That's what the women do here in this family. We just keep going. We hold on and keep going. That's it. That's all you got to do. Keep on moving. Don't stop like the hands of time. Y'all know the jam. <laughs> I do know the jam. I don't know the word. Me neither. Oh! Anyway, I don't know the word. But, but keep on moving. Keep on moving. Don't stop. No. Keep on moving. Ain't no stopping us now. Yeah, right. We just sang Ain't No Stopping Us Now to the tune of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. That's true. I did. <laughs> I got those listeners. Oh, man. Let's got to fix that. <laughs> Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. Huh. 
<laughs> last night I had a chance to um to, uh, to give a sales training workshop to a group of really really powerful uh, uh women black women business women black business women and they were amazing women in the room they all had their own tribes and um, it was really good and I put my thing down I rocked and uh, I I quoted some great poets of the eighties which I'm off to do I quoted Run DMC on them and um, and they're around my age I guess. But I gave the line by Run DMC. Listen up, homeboy. Give this a thought. The next then time somebody's teaching, teaching why, why don't you get taught? taught? And then I stopped, and the chorus came. It's like that, huh? And that's the way it is, huh? And it was so beautiful to see that all of them got into it like that, <laughs> and they, they didn't forget the huh either. That was fun. <laughs> Keep going. How much can you get done when you actually keep going? Uh, you go, you find out something about yourself. When you keep going. You know, our military does a great job of teaching you uh, that you can do more than you think. Okay. It's on runs, on training exercises. You could do more than you think you can. You know, people put limits on themselves all the time. And the military does a great job of constantly pushing you past your, what you think are your limits. Okay, there's no way I could run another step. But you can, and you have to. <laughs> so you do. Okay, I can't do another push-up. Yes, you can. You know, I can't climb another mountain. Yes, you can. You, they push you past that. They make you run on a street called Long Street at Fort Bragg. The name of the street is Long Street. <laughs> All mind games. You can do more. You can keep going. Yes, you can. And then when you prove that stuff to yourself a few times, then you start to believe it. You can keep going. You can keep going. You can keep pushing. You can keep thinking. You can keep persevering. You can keep providing. You can keep going. You have so much more in you than you may have thought. Have you ever been driving on the highway and you see up ahead the clouds and it looks like it's raining? And you know you're driving into a storm. Now, you've been an experienced driver. You know just as easy as you drove into that storm, you can drive out of it. But sometimes when you're driving to the storm, maybe you've seen this before on the road. Some people will drive into the storm and pull over under the overpass and just wait there. Okay? Now, and then sometimes I see that. Why are they still there? They drove up to that place unless their vehicle's disabled because very often not very far past that rain, it's clear skies again. If they had just kept going, they'd be out of the storm by now. Why are they stopped? Well, maybe their visibility is too distorted in that particular place. I that guess. It's safer for them to, to wait for a moment. I guess. That's one way. If they don't feel safe enough to continue driving. Mm -hmm. Brother Mark Greer says, <clears throat> keep it going. Or keep it moving gets you to the other side of whatever you're dealing with or going through. If you stop, your progression stops. In essence, your life stops. All of us are somewhere between the beginning and the end. While we're here, we must keep going. We must keep it moving. The only way to reach your destiny is to boldly move toward it. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't quit. I read that in the stylings of Brother Mark Greer. We could <laughs> definitely set that whole, that whole uh, note to music. We could put it to music. We could put it on a poster. <laughs> It's so important to remember that um, it has come to pass. Mm. The forward philosophy that gets you out of every tribulation, this too shall pass. Is that the great Tara Lyles up in the Mickey? In this Mickey right here? Is that Tara Lyles? What's up, sis? How you doing? <laughs> Mark, I hope you are honored by my rendition of reading your quotes in what I see as the Mark Greer style. I hope it I hope it honors you. He says, man, you're killing me. I, and here's the thing. He said I'm killing him. 
he's demonstrated he's gonna get me back. So, <laughs> but it, it is really good. Doctor Dr. Deborah said, "Mark, that was really good." It is really good. See, Mark will give you one. He didn't give us one yesterday. I think that was the first time he didn't give us one. <laughs> but he gave us one today. You made up for yesterday today, bro. Um, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yes, you can. Drive out of that storm. Hold on. All about you. This, oh man, what is that? Invictus, that core one. Can you keep your head when all about you is falling, ab- falling apart? Can you keep your head when everything around you is jacked up? Okay. Keep going. This too shall pass. Our brother George Allen says, Yes, sir. It's kind of funny because in my healthy world, I imagine the image of the clumps to keep going. <laughs> really? I'm a fan of the clumps. If y'all don't know who the clumps are, uh, Sherman Clump and his family. Clump, party of six, please. Yes, and we're so hungry. I have a pain in my in my back. Do you notice some more when you move like that? No, no. It's a... It, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very cognizant of every pain because pain really saved my life, to be quite actually. Um, good morning, Renee. Hi, Lisa and Brian. Glad to see you two on Facebook. Did the same thing to me. I'm on the bus going to work, so my connection is not good. Well, we're glad well, that good you morning, found us. Renee. We sent out a, an email this morning to the Empowerment Family letting you all know that you can find us on uh, YouTube where you don't have to log in. You don't have to have an ID. You can just be on YouTube and you can see us Mm -hmm. so that we can begin to um, reassess our tribe, if you will, our empowerment family. And if you are there, please make sure that you click like and subscribe. I I can't like that pain right now. I don't know what, what you want to do. I don't know. I don't know. It could be something as simple as gas, right? It could be something as gas, right, yes. Right. It could be uh, pain from working out right there is where it hurts. But it also could be pain that's telling me something. And it just makes me very nervous sometimes. Lord. Okay. Um, that's a good idea, too, on YouTube. A lot of people know why we got to the place where we don't have the Empowerment Duo page. I had to send a message this morning myself dealing with that because... Our empowerment duo page, which is where most people saw the show, was hijacked and stolen. Yeah, and Lisa got put into Facebook jail mm-hmm. for thirty days. So there's people hit me up. Brian, Lisa's page is off. Is she okay? They're thinking the worst almost. You know, Lisa's fine. Lisa's fine. Her page was hijacked and stolen, and she's in Facebook jail right now. So just this morning, I'm dealing with that, and it was of no fault of Lisa's her own. She didn't do anything. She just ended up in Facebook jail because I'm sure it had something to do with the process of stealing from her. Um, Brother Mark says, thank you, Dr. Deborah. I get lucky every blue moon and have a coherent thought. LOL. Now, try that again. That's Lisa, right. Not, with the not right so voice. much. <laughs> try it again with the right voice, baby. Thank you, Dr. Deborah. Good. I get lucky every blue moon. <laughs> And have a coherent <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I am not exaggerating Mark Greer. And I love it. You know, you should see him in the men's meeting. Now he's he's a um he's really, really confident and he don't have to he don't have to dominate the room, okay? So he's willing to bide his time and just wait. He'll listen a long time. And then when he, but when he speaks, he got something to say. I'm telling (laughs) y'all. When he comes, he's heard, he's heard what you guys said. He's got something to add to it and he brings it. And I love you for that, Mark. Yep. Yep. He's an inspirational speaker. If you don't know that Mark Greer is an inspirational speaker, very often you might be involved in an organization or a company or, um, a mission or, or an association or organization or something that they need some more inspiration. They have forgotten how great they are. They've got the blahs. Those are times where Brother Mark Greer can come and reignite them, re-inspire them. It might even be your church who needs an inspirational message. Brother Mark Greer can deliver it. Dr. Dever says, good try, Lisa. <laughs> 
<laughs> Margaret says, Lisa, your husband has converted you to the other side. At two, Brute? At you too, Brutus? Y'all know the story about at two, Brute? When Julius Caesar, uh, his people decided that to, uh, what's the word, when you overtake him? Abdicate. Cool. No, no okay, cool. cool. They wanted to kill, they wanted to take over his kingdom, so they had to kill him first. Now Brutus was his friend. They decided to poison the king Caesar. Okay, I think that's what it was. And then when they came with their poison, then they came out with their knives, and he saw that his friend Brutus was amongst the crowd that was trying to kill him, and he uttered the words, "Et tu, Brute? Et tu?" Thank you, Shaki. She says, "Pain is a warning." Charles Einstein. Pain is a warning. I agree. I don't know who Charles Einstein is, but I definitely agree. Pain is a warning. Pain is an indicator. Um, it, it's. Uh, Will it's you take a, something? No, I won't take anything. See, look at that. Look at that right there. Did y'all see that? She said she was in pain. And I said, Will you take something? That's all I said. And look at her visceral response as if I cussed at her. Oh, I'm not going to take anything. Are you kidding me? That's what I live with. Because if you got something that's giving you pain and you get rid of the pain, then how will you know what's wrong? You know the pain is gone. And that's it. (laughs) When I have a headache Mm -hmm. and I take an aspirin or something, it's because I desire for the headache to be gone. What if you're having... What if your head is aching because you're in the middle of an aneurysm? You can stop it from aching, but you can still die from the aneurysm. I noticed that when I take a pain medicine, you feel better. The pain goes away. Yes. Yeah, good for you. But the pain is an indicator of something. Well, I know I got a 0% chance of getting telling you otherwise, because I know you realize and you have a, a really, really good illustration of how pain saved your life. Pain saved her life recently, actually. Find the reason of the source of the pain. And Mr. Exactly. Uh, Pastor George Allen, a.k.a. Chef Rev, gave us that mission, gave us that thought right there. And so right now it's a little complicated because exercise sometimes brings about pain. You were lifting weights this morning. I was and you not lifting weights. The medicine ball is eight pounds. Eight pounds. And you don't normally lift anything. You don't normally lift anything. And you probably were lifting it over your head, too. No, no. You weren't lifting no, over your head? No, no, no. You weren't. Eight pounds is not going to cause the type of pain that I am experiencing right now. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, anyway. So, what you going to do? I'm not going to take your uh Okay, that's what medication. you're not going to do. So, what are you going to do? I'm going to listen to the pain and try to find it, try to help it to travel me somewhere so that I can see where it's going. Okay. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Keep on moving. Don't stop. No. Keep Uh, on moving. Inch by inch, anything is a cinch. You, if you keep going, you eventually get there. The journey of a thousand leagues begins with a single step. It doesn't matter how fast or slowly it takes you to get there, but if you just keep going, you eventually get there. Just keep going. Don't give up. Keep pressing forward. Don't give in. And you will accomplish your goal. Shaki says, Charles Charles writes about pain in his book, Transformational Weight Loss. Oh, wow. I may have to look at that. Mm -hmm. What am I to do with that? Continue with the show. I'm looking forward to today. Uh, Like I said last night, I got a chance to present to a powerful group of women. And... um, they started scheduling their one-on-one sessions with me right away. Uh, boom, 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 boom. So my calendar is looking really, really healthy right now. Uh, Sister Shaki says, you uh, wrote that. She also Lisa says, is right. Pain is there to protect us from further damage. Uh-huh. 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 If you actually sound it out, you will know it to be true. I sound it out. Mm-hmm. Sound out what? The pain, like the pain that you're experiencing in your hip or leg or wherever it is. I do have a pain in my hip. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. been bothering me now for about a week. But what do you do? I'll take an acetaminophen. Uh Uh-huh. Which is a what? 
painkiller. Uh-huh. So the thing that's trying to tell you something, you're telling it to shut up. You. <laughs> uh, you could be sick of me, but you gotta be honest with yourself. I'm not sick of you, Lisa. I'm not sick of you. Okay. Be honest with yourself. Good I do morning, have a, a pain in my hip, and sometimes when I'm laying down, it's exacerbated. Okay, go missed. That's right. Sometimes when I lay down, especially when I lay on my side, I don't sleep on my side very much at all. But when I lay on my side to to, to grab a hold of Lisa or something, or to get to cool off a little bit. The pain sometimes gets exacerbated in my hip because I don't want to have the pain in my hip. That's what it is. I don't want the pain. I don't need it right now. I don't need any inconvenience with my hip right now. I don't need to be uh, told to stop moving around. I don't need the potential of surgery. I don't need it right now. I got stuff to do. That's what's going on. Good morning, Sister Brenda Booker Bull. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So by just overriding it. Maybe it'll go away. It'll go away. <laughs> Yes, because right. I don't have time to be messing with my hip right now. I got projects to complete. I got money to get. I got stuff to do. I don't got time to be dealing with this. I'm too busy to be messing with my hip right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what that sounds like. That's yeah. why I'm laughing. Okay, I don't got time to take care of my body right now. <laughs> I'm too busy. Good morning, um, Brenda. Thank you for joining us. Today's this topic is keep going. There are so many things in your life that it's easy to quit. Okay. But all the riches have happened after you keep going. Hallelujah. Look at God move. We're talking about keep going. And then Brittany Thomas swings through. Swings through is applicable too because she was swinging and standing upright by holding on to some straps yesterday. Brittany Thomas, I, it's inspiring to me. Um, Shaki says, what would happen if you touched the stove and it didn't feel pain from the heat? I get the point, Shaki. I understand what you're saying. He says, I try replacing my electrolytes after working out and pain occurs. I try replacing my electrolytes, like drinking some Pedialyte or Gatorade or something like that, and then pain occurs. Okay. Sundar Fleming, what is up, my brother? Man, I love Mr. Sundar Fleming. How you doing, sir? Thanks for swinging through. We're talking about keep going. In your life, there have been many times where just the fact that you kept going won the day or got the result because there are so many great things in our lives that we get tempted to quit along the way. Uh, so Shaki says, so do you still lay that way when the pain hits? No, I turn over, I move something else. You're right, Shaki. I get where you're going. Keep going. I want to tell you a quick story. I was um, in jump school. I was an airborne soldier, okay, an airborne soldier. And um, an airborne, to be an airborne soldier, they pay you extra money. You get to wear a red beret instead of a BDU cap, a leg cap is what it is, okay? William Brown says, even though we know how crazy that logic is, but we still ignore our signs. Yes, that's true. Let me tell this story, though. So it's kind of considered elite when you get to walk around in the maroon beret. Okay, you're elite. You jump out of planes for a living, you know. And I wanted to be a red. I wanted to wear the red beret, and I went to jump school. Jump school is only one month long, and it's designed to only graduate the top of the top. So they try to make you quit. Now my graduating class had 702 people on the first day. Okay, 702 people on the first day. And they're trying to whittle that number down. That's what they're doing. So on the first day, and this is in uh, Fort Benning, Georgia, on the first day, they marched us out to the exercise pit. Okay. Now, the first thing they say before we get going, uh, we're about to go and work out. Does anybody here want to quit? And you're supposed to retort, hell no, black hat, hell no. Okay. Hell no, black. They wore black hats. So drill sergeants wore black caps. So they're trying to give you chances to quit. They ask you directly, anybody ready to quit? And typically, every time they ask, there's always a few people that quit. So they take us to this sawdust pit. They had us take off our shirts. The men took off our shirts. They put us in this big sawdust pit. And then they said, right face. And we all turned to the right. And then they said, bunch them up. Bunch them up means for you to put your chest on the guy in front of you's back. And the guy in front of you, behind you, his chest is on your back. So you're touching each other's skin. 
Okay, chest to back, chest to back, bare-chested young men, okay, in a sawdust pit. You got on military pants, and you still got your boots on. So you got on boots, military pants, and you're standing in a sawdust pit or very loose sawdust. And the call comes out. The first exercise is going to be the side straddle hop. The side straddle hop is going to be the first exercise from the bunched-up position. The side straddle hop is a four-count jumping jack. One, two, three, one. One, two, three, two, and you count them out. And the first exercise we did, we did 300 side straddle hops. We went all the way to 300, and then they said fall out, and people literally did. Now, while you're doing this, sawdust is kicking up dust. So the dust is rising up. So now you got sawdust sliding on your chest and on your back and some other skin, and everybody's sweating and everybody's miserable, and you're still doing this exercise, and it's nasty. So when they say fall out, some guys fell out of the pit. Some guys vomited. Anybody want to quit now? A lot of people quit right away. They ask you over and over again. The whole month you're there, no walking. If you go outside, you have to run every place you go. You want to quit. Every place you go, you got to run. To eat food, you have to go to, you have to run to the mess hall. You have to do chin-ups to pay your way in. And when you get in to get your food, you don't get a chance to sit and leisurely eat. They have several black hats in the lunchroom yelling at you the whole time you're eating to hurry up and get out of there. Hurry up, get your food. This ain't no restaurant. Get out of here. Hurry up, hurry up. So you're hustling fast. And the food was terrible anyway. I lived on cereal, box cereal and milk for like a month because the food was terrible. Then they're rushing you and you got to pay your channels. You got to run. And then when you get to your formation area, you got to do push-ups to get into the formation area. It starts off with 10, goes to 15, then 20. By the time it's over, everybody's got to do 50 push-ups just for the privilege of standing in formation, okay, for a whole month. And they're asking you several times a day, anybody ready to quit? My graduate, and you're learning how to jump out of planes too. So you're doing a whole lot of running and jumping and landing on the ground, like banana. Like if you drop a banana on the ground, it kind of rolls. So you're doing that all day. You know, your um, back push-up muscle, hip, thighs, calves, feet. It's supposed to roll and end up on your back. That's how you're supposed to land. You're supposed to feet knees and boom, boom. That's how you're supposed to land. And you're doing that all day. Okay. You're running upstairs and jumping down and doing that all day. So anybody want to quit? My class started with 702 people. 135 of those graduated. 135. That's it. But life will give you lots of chances to quit. Now, it won't yell at you, anybody want to quit, but it's going to give you hiccups. It's going to give you heartaches. It's going to take away your money. It's going to have people backstab you, talk about you. And it's, that's me saying your life is asking you, are you ready to quit? Pastor George asks, Brian, I really hope you're kidding when you're putting your task before your health. I really hope I am too. Okay. Um, I'm in a place where I'm putting it off until I feel like I have time to, which I think sounds childish, okay? But I, I recognize both sides. Go ahead and read Mark. You can read regular. <laughs> Mark says, the families in Uvalde and Buffalo must find the strength to somehow keep going. Yes. I often equate things to death, not from a morbid perspective, but to realize I'm still here. No matter what I'm going through or dealing with, I am here. Compared to what those families are dealing with, most of us are dealing with nothing. nothing. And that's true. Compared to those families, come on. Keep things in perspective. As long as you are here, you've got the power to improve your circumstances. Some no longer have that option. You, you do. do. Keep, Keep it, it moving. moving. Very good. That's two, Mark. You making up for yesterday. Mark gave us two today, y'all. <laughs> Um, yeah, compared to Uvalde, Texas, and um, Buffalo, New York, you know, families have been devastated by senseless gun violence. One man went into a, a, a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, with the intent of killing elderly black people, and he did. Another young man in Uvalde, Texas, went to an elementary school end up killing 19 people, including two teachers and the rest of them students. When you look at the pictures of those students, those kids, they're, they're five, six, seven, and eight years old. Okay, now gone. 
when I was um I was in the cemetery business for two years. And some people wouldn't that didn't know better, they would think, oh, there was only a few cars for this cemetery. That person must not have been very popular. Well, smaller funeral processions typically means the person is older because their family and friends have died off. So there's less of them. Mm-hmm. But when you see so many cars that is outside the cemetery, it's typically because it's children, okay, or someone young, because they were all of their family still alive and they're young, they're kids. Those are big, big, big processions, okay? So there's a lot of lives were impacted by what happened there. And like Brother Mark said, um, they don't have that choice anymore, but you do. Keep moving. When you work in the cemetery business, talking death and dying every week and attending between four and nine burials a week, okay, you get a different perspective on that. You do, and it is. Um, I, a shout out to Barbara H. Smith. Okay. I think that she thought, much like me, that yesterday was Women Empowerment Network. And I appreciate that. I wish I had caught her while she was on. She actually logged in uh, at 7 p.m. It is next Tuesday, Women Empowerment Networks for this uh, month. The first Tuesday is actually on the 7th. The first Tuesday is actually on the 7th because today is June 1st. And it's Wednesday. Right. Yeah. How Did you realize that? Six months have come and gone already. Well, not gone yet. Five months have come and gone. We're into our sixth month of the year already. Hasn't it been what a what a year? What a year has been for us in our household. We've dealt with things this first five months that we haven't dealt with ever before. Mm. You know, sickness, you know, and really sickness is really the major thing that we've been dealing with this year that we've never had to deal with before as a married couple. But we still together. We still together. <laughs> Morning, is that Angela. cousin Angela Woods? I got two cousins swung through the room today. Cousin Kenny was earlier, and now my cousin Angela. What's up, cuz? How you doing? Today's topic was keeping moving. It's now 942. Now, if y'all are not familiar with this show, around 942 is when we stop and take time to thank people. We thank our consistent contributors to the show, and we thank um, people who have been rocking with the show for a long time. The show's been going on since 2016. What? Since 2016? Yes, since 2016. We've been doing this show 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. We're in our sixth year of doing this show. And the way we thank people is with greeting songs or with greeting logos. And if this is your first time here, just bear with us. But up first today was Miss Shaki Jones, and she has a greeting song as well. And it goes, um, guess who's back, 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 back again. Shaki's back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Shockey's back. Shockey's back. Shockey's back. Shockey's back. Shockey's back. I created a monster. That's right. Shockey's back. Good morning to you, Shockey. Miss Phyllis George has a logo too, and it goes, Miss Phyllis is here. Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. After Miss Phyllis was um Dr. Deborah. Dr. Deborah Dunstan has a song, and her song goes. Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Dr. Deborah. And after Dr. Deborah, um, is that Nala? Nala hey, Day. Hey, YouTube. What's up, uh, Nala, Dr. Nala Day? Nala la la la. Nala la 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 la. Do do do. That's another one of those things people need to leave alone at karaoke. Yeah. Don't try that song at karaoke. It's not going to go well. Okay? <laughs> After um, Dr. Deborah was who, baby? I'm trying to get up there. Brother Mark? After Dr. Deborah was Mark? No. Go back up. Going back up. Okay. Going back up. Okay. Now. Okay. After, After Dr. Dr. Deborah, Deborah, you did Miss Phyllis. Miss Phyllis and Sister Jacqueline. And she has a logo and a song. According to Jacqueline, Jacqueline Rosie, pretty little one that I adore. You're the only one my heart beats for. 
How I wish that you are mine. Hello, Pammy, Miss Buford Pittman. How you doing? And it's always good to see my cousin and then Mark Greer has a jam as well. And it goes, <clears throat> so wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for oh, the, the funk of it. it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing, Nothing can stop us now. Good morning, Mark Greer. How you doing? Mr. George Allen, a.k.a. Chef Rev. He also has a jam as well. And it goes, why must I eat like that? Why not hire Chef Rev? He puts the good food in me. Not, 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 not. Dr. Deborah Dunstan has a jam as well. We did our jam. That's what I said. We did her song already. Uh, Tara Lyons, did Tara ever get a jam? Yes. Do you remember it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, I want to say been around the world. That's right. Uh, Tara Lyles, she's been around the world. And I, yeah, yeah. That's our girl. She's our travel agent, Miss Tara Lyles. That's right. We're going to go with that. Been around the world. And I, yeah, yeah. That's right. Tara Lyles. She's been around the world. I, yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. William Brown has a song as well. Good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody thinks like him still. We love him so, and, and we, we always, always will. will. Our, our friend, friend Bill. Bill. Good morning to our friend Bill. Miss Brenda Booker Bull, the world's greatest real estate agent, has a jam as well. And it goes, it's tricky to buy a home or sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey, choose Brenda, 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 Brenda. It's tricky to buy a home to sell a home. Don't do it alone. Choose Brenda. Hey, choose, choose Brenda, 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 Brenda. And we did Nala Day. Nala Day is awesome. I love it. Thank you for sending me the email. Tell me about the show. You're very welcome for that. And she goes, that's not her song. Okay, do you remember what your song is? Give us a clue. That wasn't your song. I, I thought that was. was your song, Nala. I think it was too. Nala, la, la, la. I'm sure we've done na, la, 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 la before. But you, no, she's right. She had another song. She had a different song? If you remember, give us a clue. She had a different song? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, that highlights. It's been too long since you've been here, girl. That's right. It's been too long. Make sure that you subscribe and like us on ESPTV7 so that we can come up when we come live Monday through Friday on Facebook, Brian uh, K. McNeil's page, on Facebook, the Empowerment Center page, and on LinkedIn, Lisa Santiago McNeil, because they thought they could stop us. Can't stop this. Um, Can't stop this. Mr. Damn, Craig Savage here says, good morning, damn, everyone. Have a great, damn, wonderful, damn. blessed day on purpose and enjoy it to the fullest. Craig Sab, 1,000 degrees. You'll be on your knees. And you'll be burning, begging, please. Brother Freeze, this is Wednesday. Wednesday, the middle of the week. And Wednesdays are evaluation days. Wednesday, you should be evaluating. How, what are you doing correctly so far this week? What are you doing correctly? I'm setting good appointments. I'm talking to enough people. I'm doing my... So, and the second question is, if you had this time to do over again, I'm talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week, what would you have done differently? Find something. Find something that you would have done differently. Cousin Angela Woods says, you guys give me life. Now I need to go get back to work. We do too, because this, this show ends at 9.52. So we got four minutes left in the show. That's right, Sister Angela. If we give you life and it inspires you to get back to work, that's a good thing. Fred said, thank you, just in time. Yeah, you came in just in time, but you came. But you came. You're not I'm late. glad you came. You're not late. <laughs> if you missed out on any of the Empowerment Duo show, um, either in the recent past or in the far past, you can go binge watch us on YouTube. All of our episodes are there. They We never got blocked. We never got blocked on YouTube. So everything was still recorded there, and we're looking forward to continuing to build and grow. We ask you to subscribe so that we can build up that network. And Stephanie, life has new meaning to me. There is beauty up above and things we never take notice of. You wake, wake up and Stephanie, Stephanie you're in love. love. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Brother Craig Sab says, what I'm doing correctly is I'm getting more jobs. Yes. I need to improve on getting more jobs. LOL. He actually helps people to protect the things that they love, the things that they've worked hard to get. Help you to protect your home and your people with a security system. That's what he does. Absolutely. All right. So it's 950. We've got two minutes left in the show. She goes, I am in love. I am in love. Love you guys. That's right. We love you back. And we certainly appreciate all of those who have hung in there with us. We appreciate all of you who are continuing to be a part of the Empowerment Circle. Stephanie, I am uh, I am uh, in the process of putting together our um, our uh, Empowerment Lunch at the Lake. So yeah. I am actively putting these things to It's going to be a midweek lunch at the lake. And Stephanie, if we do that, it's going to be somewhere midweek, like a Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday. Or a Thursday late morning, early afternoon um, in Charlotte area. And would you come, Stephanie? Would you come? No, we're going to do that because yes, I looked at yesterday's um, feed and there were a lot of people raising their hands saying, I want to be there. I want to be there. Lunch of the Lake will be amazing. Stay tuned. You will be getting an email. Um, hey, man, you want to bring chicken salad? All right. I love That's how chicken we should do salad. It. Everybody Pot bring luck. something. Yes, yeah, it's a beautiful something. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly would look forward to it. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. We're also going to have an empowerment writing workshop. It will be a virtual workshop. We're looking forward to women empowerment and men's empowerment on next week, Tuesday at seven o'clock and tomorrow, excuse me. Yes. Tomorrow night at 6 PM Eastern, I will be talking to those global audience in the global audience about using your book as an integral part of your cash system. Using your book to build your business. Lisa is the uh, expert speaker on that. Using your book to build your business. You really, your life around it. So okay. if you're looking to make some international connections, that virtual forum will definitely be it. There will be lots of networking before the actual presentation. And people from all over the globe, Australia, the UK, we're looking forward to Canada, and there will be lots and lots of people. We usually have about 100 people on the broadcast. So I certainly look forward to seeing you there. That's tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if it's- you want it, um, the link will be in the Empowerment uh, newsletter that will be coming out today. I sent one out earlier today just because I wanted to make sure everybody knew where to find us this morning. But we'll be sending out a second one with some upcoming events in it, and we look forward to that. But if you need the invitation, it's a free meeting. Just reach out to me or Brian. We'll make sure that you get connected. And... We appreciate you being a part of the circle. You guys have a beautiful rest of your day. It's time for us to get on out of here. God bless you guys. And don't forget to have sex.